Welcome to season three of Handpicked. It's so great to be back, but what great businesses we have discovered. It's a great way to show and feel and learn about what's going on in Australian business. So if you like what you hear, perhaps you could rate us or review us or refer it to another business owner. Hey, Marty, welcome to Handpick the Podcast. We're so pleased to have you on the show. I love, you know, memories of photography and so important at events, otherwise they all just disappear. But why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about Box of Memories? So Box of Memories um, is a events and photo booth business. So what we've actually done is we've t- turned the whole photo booth upside down. So instead of getting someone to line up at the photo booth um, and pose and always have the same background, what we've done is harness technology and use everyone's phone to become a photo booth. So all the participants have to do is take a photo, upload it to Instagram or Twitter based on a unique hashtag that we help them curate. And our software will talk to the hashtag and pull the photos down and that will get printed directly onto a photo strip for them to take away. As well as that, what happens is the photos stay on the social media platforms and that encourages the interaction further down the track as well. So it's not just you have your photo, you have your event on the day, people can actually relive the moments later on when they search up those hashtags. And so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a multifaceted way for people to really engage and relive the event. So when did you start your business? So we started our business at the end of 2018. Um, it, it was just something that me and my partner wanted to do on the side. Um, so I'm, a, I'm an accountant by trade, so I'm, a, I'm an accountant and my partner, she, she works in marketing. So we thought, look, it's, we've been to a lot of events um, where you have a lot of people squished into a little, little space, try and get their head in and half the face gets cut off. So we thought, look, there, there must be something different, something new that, that's out there. So we, um, yes, that's how the, the business started, by figuring out a uh, niche in the market or pain point and uh, kind of went on. And is there. this the first time you've run your own business or have you been an accountant in business yourself before? No, so this is the first time that me and my partner started our own business. Yeah, so my um, my, my journey was, was your um, go to university, do an accounting degree and start off in accounting. So I started off in big four. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, having that accounting background really taught me kind of the valuableness of um, how to start a business and, and how, how to run it and really look after the books as well. Finance is very, very important. So what questions have you got for me, Marty? Yeah, so I have a few questions for you today. So I think the, the first one is looking at the current environment right now. So COVID-19 has impacted us greatly. So what do you see as the future of the events industry? Well, I hope they come back and I hope they come back fast because I'm missing my speaking engagements and I, I'm also missing going to events. I've been invited to an event very shortly with Destination New South Wales and I'm so excited, you know. So, look, I think people will want to get back together. In fact, when you were talking about um, your work and what you were doing, the very last event that I went to before we went into lockdown was a dear friend's 50th birthday and she had one of those booths and one of my friends said, oh let me look at the pictures she took them 
went to the US and I will never see them again. And I'm like, they were my pictures. So I was like, oh, (laughs) if she had have had yours, I'd still be able to get copies of of the photos that we took that night. So uh, look, I do think that people will want to get together. I just also think that it might be slightly different. People are very aware and alert about um, their safety and about the safety of others. And I'm very much of the belief if I have to wear a mask and a fancy one, I'll wear a mask and a fancy one. If I get to go to fabulous events. I think in terms of conferences, though, they're likely to be hybrid. There's like to be one price for those who come to the room and another price for those people who beam in. I do think it gives us access to incredible speakers. I launched my US speaking career in January uh, 2020, which was a month before we went into lockdown. And as it happens, it's much easier for me to do speaking engagements into the US because there's no expectation that I will travel there. They're happy to beam me in. Uh, And that works for me as well. It's better for the planet. So I do think that our events are absolutely coming back. People love getting together, but they will be different. And I think the fact that you have this kind of remote part to your business means that you're serving a broader audience, which I think will will be very valuable for you. So yes, events are coming back. Um, So the next question that I have is more around the marketing side of the business. So what what do you think is the best formal organic, non-paid formal marketing for small businesses. Because as you can imagine, small businesses, they have limited budget, so they're trying to find ways to grow with um, organically without spending that money. Yes, and maybe just don't do what I did, which was walk around Martin Place with a balloon on my um, briefcase, right? Uh, going outside with a little sign going, you know, box of memories here, get your memories now, you know, it's and so it's challenging. But for you, advocacy and your product actually sells itself. You know, when I was looking at your website, you know, those big smiles, those grins, those people doing these funny faces and how they are creating effectively a, a community uh, in the events that you host. And I would... Ha- I would be looking at a referral program of because one marketing communications officer probably went to uni with a whole bunch of others and or one events manager knows every events manager and it's all about referrals but be really clear and succinct about your differentiation about why you're different Uh, you know over the last five years we have seen photo booths come back I remember the first time I saw one at an event which was probably about eight or ten years ago and I couldn't stop talking about it and then it kind of became unexpected so I think you've got to really step up the conversation in why this is special and why it's different and people got to see it but absolutely um, the most cost effective way is when people love your product love what you do and are prepared to be advocates for you Um, so the the third question is looking at the current environment at at the moment if you had to start Red Balloon all over again with the current environment of COVID-19 and the uncertainty what would you do differently? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just great question. You've stumped me. I think you're the first person who's ever completely stumped me on the question. What would I do different <laughs> if I was to start my business? Which it's exactly 20 years ago. The world has changed so much. And, you know, I was inventing marketplaces. I didn't know I was such a pioneer and there was no such thing as, um, you know, even online and social media and none of these things were around. So I guess... Um, Would I launch a marketplace now? You see, it's taken us 
20 years to build the brand reputation. And this is relevant for your business. Building brand reputation takes a long time. It takes consistency. It's not about putting up one post on Instagram or one social media or having one influencer talk about your product. This is about consistent execution over a long, long period of time. I completely believe in what we're doing, but the marketplace or the competitive uh, marketplace is so much different than it was. Our business has always been about relationships, relationships with our supply partners firstly, and then also with our customers. And relationships take a long time to build. So I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but gosh, I would have a, I would maybe be a little less cavalier and I would consider a whole lot of things very, very differently. The other question that I have is um, how do you keep yourself motivated through, throughout this time, um, especially with all the disruptions? and Sometimes ignorance is bliss, which is not what I should be saying on my podcast because I want people to listen to my podcast. But, I, you know, when I, I, I'm very good at staying positive, but it's also about what I allow myself to be a part of. I've kept myself super fit in this lockdown. I'm fitter than I've been in years and making sure I get my sleep. Now, these are fundamentals of looking after the human of Naomi Simpson and the health of her brain. But I don't watch the news. I don't have any alerts on. I don't let anybody else get into my headspace that I haven't given permission to come in there. And that that gives me the freedom to be who I need to be for other people because I'm not dragged down. Uh, very early on in this COVID, I was writing blogs saying, be careful at who you listen to. And, you know, when somebody says, oh, I saw on Facebook, well, is that an authority? It may be, it may not be. We don't know, but it's not. And, and that just becomes clutter. If you want to scale an enterprise, you've got to be very, very focused and you've got to have the energy to do so. And if you get dragged down with other people's stories and other people's negativity, it's almost impossible to say positive. My wonderful, wonderful husband reads the paper because he loves it and tells me what he thinks is important that I know and then I can go and dig deep. Uh, I'm also choose when I participate in social media and when I don't, and it's absolutely fine. Um, I don't have any alerts on my phone, which frustrates the hell out of my kids. You know, they're like, Mom, we've been trying to get hold of you. And I'm like, yeah, I sent a smoke signal, you know. Um, so, and they, they're used to it now. They just know that I, um, I won't, and they, they just have to ring me old school. <laughs> That's how they got old of me. Yeah, I think keeping old school is the, is the perfect trick. So, yeah, especially now with all the, different forms of media bombarding you with all the information. It's yeah, it's just trying to keep keep relevant. Are we better off with that much information? Are we really any better off? Ignorance sometimes you can operate. So in other words, you choose the information that you need for growing your business. You choose the information you need to create your networks and relationships. You choose where you're vulnerable if for you you're an accountant, but maybe it's technology, something else that you need to learn. And then choose to participate. And there's so much available education. Um, the university have fabulous education that is available in bite-sized pieces to create whole master's degrees now in the post-education. So uh, so I think if our brain is so cluttered, it's very hard to think. And allowing yourself the luxury of deep thinking time. You know, one hour woman I've been working with, she wrote to me today and she said, Naomi, the one thing you told me was to turn everything off for an hour a day. And she goes, I cannot believe the difference it's made to my productivity and my mental health. 
one hour. It's not, <laughs> you've got to be able yeah, to do it. No, I think mental health is, is very critical and very important at this stage. Um, yeah. And the final question that I have uh, for you, Naomi, is what would, what would be your one tip for someone who's starting right now? A small business, ready, ready to, to start, but just hesitating and wanting to fight the right, right moment. And yeah, what would be your advice? So, Marty, you've been pretty good at stumping me on uh, this this call because, you know, when you I say one thing in my head, I go, oh, it's that. Oh, and then I go, oh, no, that's not one thing. That's another thing. Uh, and there's, there's several things. But, you know, what I would say is don't put yourself into a discomfort. That means you are not able to be your best human. So if this risk for you to start your own enterprise is too great. In other words, you're going to miss your income too much. You might lose the house. The kids might not be fed. It is not your time. So, um, and then wait until it is the right time. So, you know, I was talking with a young woman the other day and I, and I said, you can have it all, but maybe just not all today. It's absolutely okay. You know, so we're often in such a hurry. So, if you are that anxious, then maybe an entrepreneurial journey is not for you. You must be able to sleep at night. You must be able to be the best version of yourself. And if you are in fear, you can't operate that way. It doesn't work. It's hard. It's impossible to be creative when you're fearful. So make sure you get to your place of comfort and, and what are the milestones? What are you prepared to lose or give up? And then go from there. Sounds like a plan. I'm so pleased, Marty. Look, congratulations on your business. And I know it must have been a really tough few years. But, you know, it, it creativity, ingenuity, um, and there is a market out there. So it is just a matter of time. But congratulations to you and your partner on creating Box of Memories.